You're listening to the Odyssey out loud. I'm Anna Katerina. Episode 3 Telemachus and the Suitors. Godlike Telemachus went right to the suitors. They sat in silence listening to the famous bard. He sang about the Achaeans' dismal return from Troy, as decreed by Pallas Athena. From upstairs, the daughter of Icarios, circumspect Penelope, heard his inspired song, and she felt it deeply. She came down the high staircase of her home. She wasn't alone. Two maidservants came with her. And when the divine woman reached the suitors, she stood beside a pillar of the strongly made roof, holding her shining veil across her face, a devoted maidservant on each side. Then, in tears, she spoke to the godlike singer. Femius, you know plenty of other stories that entertain people, stories of men, of gods made famous by bards. Why don't you sing one of those for them, while you sit with them and let them drink their wine in silence? I want you to stop this song. It's dismal. It always makes my heart heavy, and I'm especially weighed down with persistent grief. Any reminder of that man, famous throughout Hellas and Middle Argos, makes me desperate to see him. Spirited Telemachus said back to her, Mother, why do you resent this devoted singer for entertaining however he wants? It's not the singer's fault. Zeus is probably to blame. He gives hard-working men, each of them, whatever he feels like. There's no reason to resent him singing about the Danaeans' bad lot. People applaud the latest hit. So come to terms with it. Not just Odysseus lost his homecoming day in Troy. Many other men were destroyed. So go inside, focus on your job, the loom and the distaff, and order your maids to do their work. Speech is the business of men. Of all men, but especially me, because I'm in charge of this house. Stunned. Penelope went back inside, taking to heart the spirited words of her son. She went upstairs with her maids, and she wept for Odysseus, her dear husband, until bright-eyed Athena threw sweet sleep on her eyes. Throughout the shadowy hall, the suitors kicked up a racket, all wishing they could lie beside her. Spirited Telemachus was the first of them to speak. Suitors of my mother, you're all unbearably full of yourselves. It's a rare thing to hear a singer like this one with a voice just like the god, so how about you stop shouting, and we can all enjoy the feast. At dawn, let's all go down and sit in assembly, so I can directly tell you my intentions. I want you out of my house. Find other feasts, eat your own food, take turns hosting. If you think it's better to ruin someone else's life and not pay a thing, go ahead. Eat it up. I'll shout to the immortal gods and pray to Zeus for retribution. Then, in this house, you'll be destroyed. And you won't be avenged. That's what he said. And they bit their lips, dumbstruck by Telemachus and his bold declarations. Then Antinous, the son of Eupatheus, addressed him. Telemachus, the gods themselves must have taught you to be a loudmouth and make bold declarations. I know it's a right, hereditary in your family, but God forbid you're ever made king and sea-encircled Ithaca. Spirited Telemachus said back to him, Antinous, should I say this, even if it offends you? Yeah, I think I will. I'd be willing to take the kingship if Zeus gave it. 
What's the worst that could happen? Honor, riches, sounds like a great deal to me. Sure, there are many other Achaean kings in sea-encircled Ithaca, young and old, and any of them might have the kingship once divine Odysseus is dead. But I'll still be lord of our house. And the slaves which divine Odysseus seized for me. Then Eurymachus, Polybus' child, answered him, Telemachus, absolutely, whichever of the Achaeans will become king of sea-encircled Ithaca, that's laid on the knees of the gods. But you ought to have your own belongings and control of your own home, for no one should come and take your property by force while Ithaca is still inhabitable. But, noble sir, I want to ask you about the stranger. Where was he traveling from? From what country did he claim to be? Where is his family and his father's land? Did he bring news of your father? Or did he have his own business? He left pretty quickly, springing up and didn't hang around to be recognized, but he didn't look bad at all to my eye. Spirited Telemachus said back to him, Honest to God, Eurymachus, there's no hope of my father returning, so I'm not going to be persuaded by news, wherever it comes from, and I'm not going to listen to predictions even if my mother wants to summon a prophet to our hall. The stranger was a friend of my father's, from Taphos, and he said he was Mentes, the son of warlike wise Anchialus, and the ruler of the oar-loving Taphians. That's what Telemachus said. But he knew in his heart that it was the deathless goddess. Then they turned their attention to rousing music and dancing, and enjoyed themselves waiting for evening to come. And dark night came, and found them enjoying themselves, then they each went home to sleep. But Telemachus went to bed upstairs, in a high room built above the gorgeous courtyard, with views on all sides, his mind racing. Knowledgeable Eurycleia, the daughter of Ops Pesinorides, went along with him, carrying lighted torches. Of all the slave women, she loved him the most. She'd raised him when he was a child, Laertes had bought her, with twenty oxen of his own, when she was still young. In his hall he gave her the same respect as his dear wife, but, you want to know his secret, he didn't sleep with her, and that's how he kept his wife happy. Telemachus opened the door of the well-constructed room, sat down on the bed, took off his soft tunic, and handed it to the careful old woman. Folding and smoothing it, she hung it on a peg beside the carved bed, then, leaving the room, she pulled the door closed by its silver handle and slid the bolt on its leather strap. And there all night, covered with a wool blanket, Telemachus turned over in his mind the path Athena had shown him. You've been listening to The Odyssey Out Loud. I'm Anna Katerina. You can learn more and listen to new episodes at theodysseyoutloud.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash odysseyoutloud. Thank you for listening.